Welcome to the Southwest Conference Week in Review, double-digit preview edition as we head into Week 10. Week 10, Mike, this season has been a 10 so far. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. What do you think as we head into Week 10? Week 10, Week 10, Week 10, man, it is unbelievable. We say it every week, but it's this whole season is just sliding by like a cat trying to run on ice. That's slick. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad anyway, you liked it. Glad you liked anyway, it. Anyway, uh, as you look at the standings, really the overall standings didn't change. Pretty much everybody stayed where they were. Um, but what's interesting to note is we only have four weeks left in the season, but every team in the entire league is within two games of a playoff spot. And as we look at the playoffs, they really haven't changed either. If the season ended today, we'd have – Number one seeded Soaring Swine taking on the number four seeded Iowa Rookie. Number two seeded Raging Hopes taking on the number three seeded Mulberry Mafia. But like I said, two games could change everything, and there are four games left. I think this is not going to be decided to the last week of the season. What do you think, Mike? I think that's the case for most teams. You're absolutely right, Steve. Uh, I think I may be the only exception there. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast, but... Uh, yeah, it's really exciting to see that everybody is still in the running, you know, and uh, with all the moves that have been made with the coming uh, to an end of the uh, trade deadline, now is the time to put all those strategies that we thought about into place, making week 10 the beginning of the championship run. And and a great point I want to make mentioning that the trade deadline is coming on is don't forget to check free agency and waivers because you never know the guy you pick up today could be the guy that wins the whole season for you so even though you think i'm out of it i'm in the bieber award running you're really not you're within two games and the waiver wire and free agency can make all the difference i noticed about the same three or four teams every week uh in the waiver and free agency area uh making moves transactions and i noticed that a lot of our teams that are on the bottom are not making any moves. Now, it could be because they're waiting for injuries to come back and they don't have the room on their roster, but I'm just saying don't hit the brakes. Hit the gas. Now's the time to hit the gas. And speaking of hitting the gas, we have a game of the week to go over from last week. Oh, yeah, the game of the week. Last week's Game of the Week was a matchup of division-leading Titans as the undefeated 8-0 Soaring Swine came to face the Texas division-leading Raging Hulks who came in on a three-game win streak and were averaging over 175 points a game over that three-game span. But believe it or not, this would be a defensive battle as both defenses showed up in this game and it would be a low scoring thriller the soaring swine had five starters in double digits with Justin Jefferson leading the way with 17 points but the raging hulks also had five players score in double digits with their highest scoring player being Cooper Cup with 20.50 points but when the dust settled the Raging Hulks had increased their winning streak to four games and stopped the Soaring Swine's winning streak at eight. 
as they are the first to beat the Soaring Swines this season. And the Raging Hulks win a close battle, 116.96 to 101.26. Wow! What do you think, Mike? Our only undefeated... You're not kidding. ...has has not going to make it undefeated. That's right, and and that's pretty amazing, amazing considering what they've accomplished thus far this year. You know, I really thought that they were going to run the table, Steve. I'm so impressed with what the Raging Hulks were able to do. 116 to 101, that truly was the matchup of the week. And finally, the Soaring Swine goes 8-1. They still have that commanding lead, but how sweet it is to see that everybody has their ups and downs week. Congratulations to the Raging Hulks. You know, and I should have taken the time to go and get this clip, but what I think of when I when I saw this game's final was that scene in Rocky Three where Rocky, for the first time, had hurt Drago, and he said, "He's human. He's human. The the sorry swine are human." So there you go, rest of the league. <laughs> that was it a is great. Not too late. That was a great yeah. impression. That yeah. was a great impression. Hey, he's human. Hey, hey. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah, but well, I mean, speaking are, of, are you sure it was Rocky Three? I mean, was his manager alive or was his manager dead, man? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man! Speaking of, I don't know. Let's go over the awards from last week. It's time for this week's unbeatable. I know I will not have this forever. But I promise you, the next person to hold it, earns it. Because our time is now! Because the champ is here! King Kong ain't got shit on me! All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there, and they say yeah, and they say there. Cause all I do is win, win, win. And if you go in it, put your hands in the air. The I.O. Rookies take home their first unbeatable award this week as they scored 158 points. But believe it or not, Brian Parks, owner and GM of the Iowa Rookies, was very unhappy with his team's performance, even after he was made aware that they had won the Unbeatable Award. In fact, when asked about winning the Unbeatable Award, he got angry to be given such an honor with such a low score, and in his press conference, he got irate when asked about it, and then stormed out. In fact, we have a clip from that press conference right here. Coach Parks, Coach Parks, what do you think about winning the Unbeatable Award at 157.5 points? 157.5? Are you, are you kidding? You, you said 157.5. Right, but what? all that matters no. is that you won the Look Unbeatable. Look at the terms for this meeting. I agreed to Unbeatable and 175 or more points. This meeting is over. You Coach, can't use any of We really just want to get a soundbite on you winning. Out of my face. Didn't you hear this contract is broken? Yikes. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about uh, how angry uh, 
owner Parks was about his his team getting the unbeatable. Ultimate, ultimate example of a prima donna. I'm telling you, that Brian Parks guy, I hate that guy. And it's just one more example of how he does things. If there's anybody out there that knows a hitman that we can for sure get away with knocking this guy off. In fact, Steve, you're with the mafia. If you know somebody, hit me up. I am me because I'm looking to get rid of this prima donna that runs the Isle rookie. And can somebody at least step up and knock him out of the playoffs, please? Hey, 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 I I don't know what you're talking about. I run a respectable business here, just a respectable business. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. By the way, I started watching The Sopranos. I've I've never watched The Sopranos. I'm on episode two, so I'm learning Ah. all about the mafia. Ah, you're trying to figure me out. You're scouting. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You kind of look like them. (laughs) All right. Uh, As you know, for every action, there is an opposite. An equal reaction. And now, what was I thinking? Why? Fucking shit. Fuck me in a fucking ass. Fuck you, you fucking stupid cunt. Fuck monkey. Licking fucker. Shit. Fuck that. Why? But what was I thinking? This week's What Was I Thinking an Award goes to the Mulberry Mafia for the second week in a row. Good job, guys. Who had James <laughs> Connor on the bench scoring 40.30 points. <sighs> Mike, brilliant. any comments? Just brilliant. Yeah. Just, just yeah. brilliant. At least you're not a prima donna, you know, but... Uh, Congrats! I've I've won the award twice, so keep it up. You'll you'll finally meet uh, my you know level. By the way, uh, the Mulberry Mafia scored a total of eighty-seven points this week, and had two players on their bench that combined for sixty-seven points. Two players on the bench almost scored the entire Ooh, output hoo-hoo. of the entire starting team. So, uh, Mulberry Mafia, uh, Mulberry what, Mafia. what were you thinking? <sighs> All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the freak of the week is an award that goes me out better. To, yeah, to the highest scoring player that started this week. It's time for freak of the week where the greatness is in the grind. This week's freak of the week goes to the I.O. rookies. Jonathan Taylor, who scored an amazing 34 points. I, I traded Jonathan Taylor to I.O. rookie. So, uh, Mike, any, any comments? Another brilliant move. What were you thinking? Uh, I need a season. <laughs> what were you thinking? Season edition. Again, uh, Steve, when I jumped on the podcast, my team is so bad. I was a little depressed. You're really helping. So keep up the good work, buddy. I'm feeling better about my abilities. If you can't be a good example, be a horrible warning. That's what I always say. Anyway, uh, IO rookies, you are freak of the week. And this gives me a chance real fast. Uh, I have come up with a new weekly award we're going to start doing next week. And it's going to be called Flop of the Week. And what it is, it's really an award given to Reality Sports Online for their horrible, horrible, horrible 
projections. What I'm going to do is right before kickoff of the games on Sunday, I'm going to pull every team's projected score and whichever team scores the lowest amount or no, whichever team has the biggest differential in points what? between the projection and the actual score will win flop of the week. But I want to point out that this is really an award for the reality sports online site, not the owner that wins it, but it's unfortunately going to be attributed to the owner that wins it. Mike, I had told you about this beforehand. What do you think of this idea? Oh, how much you're, I hate it when you spring things on me. I don't think this is a good idea. I think we should cut it. We need more uh, stone cold lock of the week and less of this flop of the week. Wait, stone cold lock of the week is one and three. Hey Don, is that is that right? One and three? Is that the Yeah, that's the record. I, I double checked too. I couldn't believe it either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need more yeah. of that. We always know Don's on my side. Yeah, we need more <laughs> of that. Look, I Ugh. I told you how much oh, all right, back up, back up. So I'm picking it the soaring swine because they were undefeated. I learned my lesson there. Then this past week, I hate the IO rookie. I told you that. So I picked the kamikaze Mustangs. I mean Typically, Sam is pretty good at managing his team, but he let me down. So it's really not my picks. It's that I picked based on emotion. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm paying the price. But while we're at it, I'm ready for the Stone Cold Lock of the Week. I stole Stone Cold Lock of the Century. Of the week. What is it? Great drop, by the way. Okay. Uh at this point, the way my team is playing, the Stone Cold Lock of the Week is whoever is playing the Fighting Amish. This week, it's a Stone Cold Lock of the Week. I can't believe I'm saying this. Going to be the Mulberry Mafia over the no, wretched, no. terrible, depressing, horrible Fighting Amish. So no, but that means, that means I'll definitely lose because the Lock of the Week is always wrong. Change your pick, Mike. Change I know, your pick. I know. <laughs> no, Mulberry Mafia, Stone Cold. Lock of the week. It's in, baby. And that's the bottom line. What? Because Stone Cold said something. Give me a hell yeah. Ah, I mean, uh, <laughs> we, we take this that is a great with, drop. with honor. Well, speaking of Stone Cold Lock of the Week, that it's means it's time for us to talk about two and this four. week's. <laughs> this time to talk about this week's Game of the Week. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. the season for exciting live football action with the Southwest Conference Game of the Week. Every Saturday afternoon, Channel 11 brings you some of the best teams in the nation playing football the way it should be played. Sports fans, don't miss this week's kickoff. There's no better excitement than the Southwest Conference Game of the Week. This week, we have a rematch of the battle between the brothers. We all remember what happened last time they played. That's right. It's the Fighting Amish versus the Mulberry Mafia. The Mafia want revenge for having to post that ridiculous <laughs> vomit-plaguing <laughs> picture that they put I on Facebook. It. I saved it to my phone. Yeah, and I noticed you reposted immediately to the world. Anyway, and the Amish want to remind the Mafia of who the little brother is. We will see names like, names like <laughs> Eckler, Goddard, and Gay <laughs> for the Amish. And names like Connor, Hill, and Andrews for the Mafia. 
This one Gay had, is going to be Gay good. Had ten points last week. <laughs> uh, so he had uh, ten points. He can't help. It, he can't help his family name. Anyway, this is this is a good opportunity uh, for you to give any last input on this one before we move on to the next. Uh, you're the Stone Cold Lock of the Week. So that's I stole all the Cold Lock, lock of the, of the Century. century. <laughs> oh, week. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We yeah. need to have a wager, Steve. What are we going to wager this time? I don't. I don't. I, 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 I what don't do you think? Um, maybe. Uh, well, I don't know. I hate to do the sign again, but I'm willing to put the sign up. Uh, but it needs to be like downtown on the square in Mulberry, or downtown on the square here in Tyler. All right. All right. The same. The same sign. But in a public setting where others can see it. There you go. You got All it. Right. You're on. That is the bet. And that's the bottom line. What? Because <laughs> Stone Cold sits Hell yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that disappointment for whoever has to take the picture, we have some more disappointing stuff to talk about. Oh, Lord. oh a, I forgot. Oh, I love this song. Oh, 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 oh. You know you love me. Yeah. I know you care. The Justin, the, the Justin Bieber Award is the award we give to the last place team each season. Oh. And at this point, it is literally anyone's trophy to take home. As 40% of the league is tied for the Bieber Award at 3-6. and six. Those still in the running for the Bieber Award as of today are Brady Gaga, Fighting Amish, Jake Snakes, and the Happy Endings. Wow! Mike, the competition is really heating up. What do you think your chances are of taking this thing home? We're on to Jake Snakes. All right, but... I thought we get some really good input here, but uh, we're on to Jake Snakes. We're on to Jake. We're on to, we're on to Jake Snakes. All right. It's now. unbelievable how bad my team is. I mean, seriously, I said it last week, but pray for me. I mean, good golly, it's it's ridiculous. My team just terrible. <laughs> Speaking I'm doing of this podcast for all of you out there, I promise you, I'm not doing it for me because I'm depressed as I'll get out. Speaking of uh, pray for me. Let's take a look at the season-long battle of the states. <sighs> there were uh, three games between the states this week. And for the second week in a row, Texas has uh, won all three games. As Happy Endings beat Brady Gaga. Where are the swine when we need them? The Cougars were victorious against the Fighting Amish. And... Uh, Raging Hoax took out the slime, swine, take of the week, three to nothing. Turn that down, you boss!
sorry. My, my tummy's not feeling right right now. Um, I'm sorry. I, Steve, I'm, that, I'm the owner of the Fighting Amish. I got worse problems. Next. That, that brings our season-long total to Arkansas 11, Texas 12. Anything you want to talk about before we call this one done, Mike? I don't know what to say. I'm just stunned. Our huge lead has evaporated. Man, it's just hard to believe. But, hey, week 10's coming. we got four solid weeks here. We're going to pull it out in the end. I keep telling myself that. Pull it out in the end. Pull it out in the end. No, wait. That's what she said. Uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, I've got lots of jokes, but I'm not in the mood to tell them. All right, so that brings another exciting Southwest Conference Week in Review to a close. Uh, week 9 is in yeah, the books. with my record. Thank you, Lord. Week 10 is coming up. Don't forget the Stone Cold Lock of the Week this week is the Mulberry Mafia. That's right, baby. And Woo-hoo! we have a bet on the line. By the way, if anybody else wants to put a bet on their game, put it on Facebook or send it to me or something because I'm surprised we don't have more yeah, of these every don't week. don't be afraid. That's right. Stick your neck out there. Make it fun. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the week in review. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Goodbye. That's it. Uh, there is no offseason. That's the most depressing thing right now. There is no offseason to this crap. This has been a What the Heck Did I Just Listen to production. Brought to you by the Southwest Comics Podcast Network. Remember, in this league, there is no offseason. It's a good thing I keep this vomit bucket right by the microphone. Oh my gosh. <laughs>